Here we go for reels. Welcome to the Third Culture Podcast, a podcast by two third culture kids. I'm Faith. And I'm Krista. And this is an episode about friendship. Yeah. In studio, we have two of our best friends. First off, we have Whitney Gans. Hello. And via speakerphone on the field, we have Brandy Knowles. Howdy. Howdy. I immediately hated that. (laughs) (laughs) So this is great. We have this episode because it's a common thing, I guess, for people in our generation to say it's really hard for adults to make friends. Mm -hmm. It's really hard for adults to make friends. Therefore, we decided that this episode would be a great idea, considering our friends had been in town this past week. What is our origin story, guys? So our origin story really goes back to... 2004. 2004. Faith and I briefly met through a youth group conference called Regen. We kind of got to know of each other, but that was about it. Whitney and I started Bible College in 2005. Whitney was apparently afraid of me. She terrified me. (laughs) She was so cool. (laughs) I I am from Idaho, Krista. (laughs) We don't have swag of any kind. (laughs) No, no, no. I certainly do not. Krista was just super cool and had super cool friends and intimidated the pants off of me. Which is very, very, very funny because the first meal I ever had at Bible College was inside a bathroom stall because I was too afraid to meet anyone. (laughs) Are you Lindsay Lohan from Mean Girls? Yeah. And then Faith, you got to, you met, you were like at Bible College and Whitney and Brandy were here. Yes. So I'm Yes, two thousand. Yeah. You were you came two thousand nine. I was there. Two, oh wait, I was also there two thousand nine. You're. I right. was not still a student. It didn't take me four years <laughs> to do a two year program. <laughs> I had come Super back. Super senior. I had come back as an intern. Yes. So Whitney, point. Brandy, and I knew each other. Knew of each other. Yes. We weren't actually friends, but our friends were friends with each other. Yes. And the connection didn't really happen as far as friendship really till a little bit later, because at that point. Right after that, Chris and I became friends after I graduated from Bible College through a ministry called On the Edge that happened here in Marietta. OTE Marietta. OTE. And we became best friends immediately. <laughs> and then at the same time, though, Brandy and I were at the Bible College campus that was being set up in New Zealand. So she was there to um, keep studying, and I was there working in the office. And... We became friends there, which is kind of ridiculous, I feel like, when you think about it, that we literally lived... We saw each other, each other. and then we were like, cool, yeah. see you later. Yeah, and then we like met up again there, and then we became best friends. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, 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 dun. Love that. And then how the four of us all came together, we all eventually just served together, mm-hmm. and it just so happened that us knowing each other from these different eras of our lives really brought us together. And then we actually became friends. Also, we were all single at the same time. We were all single. Yeah. Single all single the way. Single like a Pringles. So single. Single Some like of us might still be. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's great. So we're um, accepting applications for no. Brandy and Whitney. Yes. Just DM us at our Instagram. Yes. Preferably if you're Asian. If you happen to live tall, in South Korea. Have their, all their teeth. And you have all your teeth. <laughs> Yeah. 
Love Jesus, please. Oh, and love Jesus. That. Also <laughs> that. that. Also that. So I have a question. How and why do you think we became friends? Because I did mention that we were in ministry together. And that's a thing. But you're not always super duper, super best friends with people you're in ministry with. Yeah, we were in ministry with a lot of people. We were in ministry with a lot of people. But why? Why us? Why <laughs> us? Why me? Why you? I chose you all individually. Chose you all individually. Chose you individually. I think definitely serving together. We serve in similar areas. That's part of it. Like As a ministry as a whole, there were so many facets to that ministry. We served a lot together and then went through a lot of stuff, a lot of kind of hairy situations that we wound up having to face together a lot of the time. And it lent itself towards forging some deeper bonds. Proximity was a big thing, too. We all lived on campus. There was a point all of us lived Together, I think the only roommate we never had was Brandy. Yeah, she hates us. <laughs> we talked about this recently when we got together for a friend's wedding, but that we literally were really young yeah. when we met, and we were serving in ministry, running a really big ministry with like over 100 teenagers and all mm-hmm. of that. Like We were very young. I think I was 20, and then Brandy, you came in... Oh, yeah, we're the same. Yeah, you're the same age. And then, and then me and Whitney are the same age. Yeah. We were yeah. 23. Yeah. I think that was definitely a time where the Lord was definitely doing a lot of work in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there were other people, and there were you know, other people that we faced similar situations with, but it wasn't the same. Right. And I think being, like, that we were very like-minded individuals. And we were funny. I yeah. think that was a thing. We, similar brands of weird. We <laughs> found out that we had this similar sense of humor that ran between the four of us. Yes. And it was kind of like, oh, like you got that reference? Like, you also what? think this way? You also think this is hilarious? Yeah. And we also used humor to deal with some of the hairy things. Yeah. <laughs> Laugh about your pain. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Coping yeah. mechanisms are real. So since us becoming friends and then going through a lot of ministry trauma together, I guess, at some point, Whitney, Chris, and I were roommates. That was really fun. That was, fun. That was very challenging, but also tiny, really fun. Tiny apartment. And we were still friends. <laughs> we did not kill each we other. We did not kill each other. Which I think was partially because they thought we were going to kill each other when we asked to all room together in that tiny place. Mm-hmm. I know. Like the, the staff here. And oh, yeah. People like, were like, of, like, oh. They took it like a challenge. Like, you know what? We're going to come out of this stronger than ever. <laughs> and we, we won. We did. <laughs> we won. And everyone moved away at that point. Brandy, you moved back to uh, your place in NorCal. Mid-Cal? No. Cal. Nork. It's Nork. Central Cal. Yeah, um, and then Whitney moved home. Yep. And she's she's from Idaho. I'm from Idaho. Ooh, ooh. Not a state entirely made of potatoes. Don't believe the lies. <laughs> it, it's mostly potatoes, but not entirely. Yes. We have some trees. So how do you guys think we've maintained this long-distance friendship? Because sometimes when people move away, it's like, that's it. Friendship over. <laughs> we'll totally FaceTime. I will never see we'll you again. never FaceTime. This well. was great and all, but yeah. bye. But honestly, we never FaceTime. That's never been a thing we've done. That's true. That's, which is interesting. I mean, we... One face, time. I one feel time. like one or, one or two times we group FaceTime when somebody was... I think it was when Faith got engaged. When Faith got engaged. Yeah, we did. We did a FaceTime uh-huh. because we, we couldn't make it down. 
We had to thank technology yeah. for how we've stayed together for this we long. We would have had to be like writing like handwritten letters. This would never have worked. Uh, that's true. I'm far too lazy for that nonsense. Especially because I cannot spell. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I think that's what <laughs> makes would make your terrible. letters more endearing. But also like, oh. harder to read. It's also the only flaw you have. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't have any other flaws. It's just I can't spell. It's <laughs> just a bad speller. Spelling is hard. Um, yeah. yeah, so yeah, we have a group threat amongst yeah, the four of us and text. another one of our friends, and, and it's called Destiny's Child. Yeah. It is what it is. It is, it what, it is what it is. This is who we are. We are not constantly texting. No. We, yeah. they, we Sometimes we go a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and it's just because life is life, and we're all busy and adults and have like you know, job-having individuals. We... Things like pop in with random little things too. Like, hey, I saw a dog today. And yeah. it could just literally be a thing where I think if at any point during our like daily life we actually like, oh my gosh, you know, who would think this is awesome? My friends. Right. And we'll snap a picture or send a gif or whatever it is. And it doesn't have to be this like big life update of let me, you know, apprise you of the last three months of my life. Mm-hmm. And now in turn you can give me your like reader's digest of your life. I like what you said. We were talking earlier that we're living off the dividends of an investment that we've made mm-hmm. in our friendship where, because we went through so much together in ministry and in life in general and, yeah. and just being adults. We, there's a lot to riff off of <laughs> from our past together that is a really great foundation for even though we don't talk, there's still a depth to our friendship. It's not something that I feel like I need to, I need to dig deeper into who Krista is or who Whitney is and Brandy is. Like, we went pretty deep as far as just how well we've known each other, I think, or got yeah. to know each other. Yeah. That I don't feel insecure in my friendship with you guys. Because we do make the effort of getting together. I think we've at least, I think we pretty much managed to make it at least like once a year. Yeah. And it's maybe, it's maybe not all four of us at the same time, but we try. It's so funny. Like when you picked me up, or not me, well, me too, when you picked me up at the airport, but when we picked Brandy up the other day at the airport, (laughs) it was all four of us in the car and we had not all four been together in so long. Oh, weird. And it was instant, just like constant talking. (laughs) (laughs) All like over each other and... Like we jumped straight into some pretty intense conversation right away. And we're just like at one point, like <laughs> really, I just really stopped, really fast. and I was like, "I miss you guys so much <laughs> because I don't have this kind of friendship with other people. I can't just immediately dive into a, like a really funky topic and be like, what do you think about this?' And know that you're going to have like fully formed opinions about things and <laughs> have thought through things, or just have an opinion about like, what do you think about Cardi B? Blah blah blah, or whatever. Right. I was like. This is what I think. It's like, oh, yay, we're on the same page. Also, continued inside jokes. Oh, or just like continued yes. jokes in general. Yes. Like every year I get super mad when Brandy gets the, it's October 3rd. It's October 3rd. sent before I can. It's like 11.59 and I'm ready for it. <laughs> and then, or don't forget tomorrow's Earth Day. Don't forget tomorrow's Earth Day. And every time I'm like, oh, thank God. Hey, Brandy. She's so fast. <laughs> She's so on it. So much John Mulaney. So much John Mulaney. Take yeah. your time. Or Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Childish Gambino. <laughs> okay, that being said then, why do you think it's hard for people our age to cultivate that kind of trusted community or just the very trusted friendships and trustworthy friendships? You can't make fast friends. Yeah. It's really hard to like, because it does. Like, I, we were mentioning this earlier, like, 
This marks our 10th year of being a friend yeah. group. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Yeah. Because, and actually, because it's, it's 15 years since Krista and I met. met. <gasps> wow. Like, this isn't, like, we're 33 now. Yeah. And you guys are both almost 30. Friends are so friends. Are the, oh, the four of us would probably be. Next year. Next year. This, yeah. Like coming up on okay. the end of this year. But, like, but year, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, taken. Yeah, we're coming up on 10 years. It's 10 years it's of been us. 84 years. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing that close into an ocean. Unless you're, like, tagging along friendships that you've had since high school or mm-hmm. early college, you're going to need to invest some time. In yeah, friends, yeah, you know, and so, and we also very, very openly acknowledge that what we, what the four of us has is also very rare. It's not very common, and yeah. we understand that. It took that long to get us to where we are, and even the depths of what, what we have and the investments that we put in and, and the value that we see this friendship to, to have in our lives is because of mm-hmm. those many years, especially when you're transitioning seasons. Like, if you're going from single to married, obviously you want to create friends who are also married. Yeah. But that might be a, re- a full introduction into a, f- a group of friends that you'll, you've never had before because you weren't married before, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Or if, if you're going to go from being married to a mom, <coughs> you're going to want to make friends who are moms, unless you had friends who are moms already, yeah. you know? And so maybe just patience, a lot of patience. and that's But again, that's hard to have. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what kind of makes making friends as an adult not as simple or easy yeah. as it was when you were like, younger yeah like i look at the four of us like we started out all single at the same time like you're four individuals and they do not all progress at the same rate like faith and krista you both got married within like a couple years of each other Mm -hmm. and brandy and i are both probably forever alone and that's fine it's not true it's a good time too busy for that applications (laughs) (laughs) but the reality being that like we like our lives progress at different rates and if you don't already have that investment from, you know, from before some of those things, like if you didn't actively invest in a friendship, then it is going to be harder to maintain as life kind of pulls you in different directions. Like we literally live in separate states and in separate states of life, two separate seasons of life. Um, soon to be countries. Soon to be countries. This is true. I'm yeah. moving. Where are you going? Away. I'm moving to South Korea. Uh, what are you going to do? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> big, big people for really good food. I am going to go teach and um, work in human trafficking ministries. That's Slavery like shouldn't exist anymore. Yeah. That's, that's a thing. It's More slaves now than all of that. history cumulatively. So yeah. life gets messy. Things change. Transition comes in. And, um, you know, we've all faced different things, like, with our families and like Brandy's family's had some health stuff and crazy people stuff, and mm-hmm. my family has had all kinds of upheaval and car accidents and all kinds of stuff, and each of your families have had big health things as well, and right. those are things that when you have friends that you have invested in and established mutual like trust in, like that's awesome, but it is hard to establish those things when you are already an adult and those things are already happening, yeah. like or that those life events are already happening. And so I think it takes a lot of time, definitely, like Krista said, and a lot of patience with people, um, and willingness to pour out into each other because that that gets hard. And you know, 
It gets tiring, it gets taxing, and you're lonely, and you're just looking for friends. But you have to be willing to put in the time and have the patience and the grace for, for other people. You don't want to waste that investment, essentially. Then it's something that you're willing to put in the effort to maintain it. I think that, especially when you're younger, you're more vulnerable and open. And as you get older, you become guarded and closed off. So I think it's a lot harder to make friends. Yeah. as you get older and as much as people want to be their authentic selves I don't think that that's always what they project so then when they're looking for friends that's not what you're you're going to get what you put out there basically sentence why are you so obsessed with me (laughs) (laughs) that's a thing codependence codependence some people um, have a hard time making friends because they make it weird right away like you said there there are times where people have a hard time opening up or people open up so much so fast and overshare and too much to pass and then there there's a lot of codependency especially when you don't have christ in your life or there's no actual spiritual formation behind why you need community right yeah you feel like you need people in your life to be a person. That idea of like, I'm so lonely. Mm. And then so it's like desperately seeking community, desperately seeking something. And so anybody who shows any level of like, hey, let's hang out or whatever, it's immediately like you glom onto them. Even if it's not healthy. Even if it's not a healthy friendship or a balanced friendship. You want to make them emotionally responsible for you. Ooh. Yeah. Oof. That is that is rough. Don't do that to people. <laughs> I mean, I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. I've been that to some people. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Because you want to be that, too. Like, you want to be, like, for people. You want to be able to, like, take so much for them. And it's like, um, this, is, this isn't working out. But that's not the recipe for a lasting relationship. Yeah, no. for yeah. sure. We try so hard to have a lot of, of grace for each other and patience with each other and, like, like we often depend on the trust that we already have, that we've already invested in. And I think it, that's hard for people when you're trying to make new friends yeah. and you don't have trust like as a foundation. You don't already have experience with these people as a foundation. And so, you know, you want to like, oh, do I want to text my friends or is this going to be a weird time to text my friends? Like, mm. will, is, will this be weird? And like for us, it's just like, I'm going to text I'm, my friends. I'm going to text my friends. Like, look, I thought of this really hilarious thing in the shower this morning. And, you know, it's like 7 a.m. Sending this text anyway. It's happening. Mm-hmm. And they'll get to it when they get to it. You know, and if we'll they get to 60,000 texts, yeah, we'll come back. <laughs> this is oh just, goodness, this yes. is two of us have been going back and forth for an hour. You're like, why, why is this happening to me? We want you guys <laughs> to also see what we've been talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go back. We'll wait. Catch up. Start at the beginning and read the whole thing. Um, scroll. <laughs> for an hour. Scroll that. But, like, that doesn't happen a super, like, a ton. We're, we're generally better than that sometimes. Mm. But, like, if something's happening, if, like, if I throw out a prayer request into our group chat, you know, I know that as each person gets to it that, and they say, like, totally praying for you, I know that they are, that they will be. But I also know that if life continues on, as it does, and they don't immediately check back in with me later um, or don't check back in with me for a few weeks, it doesn't mean that they didn't pray and it doesn't mean that they Mm. didn't, you know, love me or care about me or care about my mom or whatever the situation was that was happening. It would be like, yeah, you also have life (laughs) happening. You also have friends and family and husbands or whatever it is, and I will totally catch you back up on this is what's going on. And I think that it's hard for people to 
you know, in the, like, trying to make friends now, it's hard for people to have that kind of patience. And I think, again, it comes back to, like, wanting just friends immediately and wanting to make fast friends and not wanting to wait. Yeah, this took us time and that, and that grace for other people and be like, well, why didn't you text me back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why, why aren't you responding to me? Why aren't you, you know, right, right now? And it's like, for us, it's like, oh, they didn't respond. Maybe because they're busy. Maybe because they have lives. Or There like, was oh. one instance where I started getting really nervous. It was on your birthday. It was on my birthday. And, and, uh, <laughs> like two days later, you hadn't responded to any of the funny stuff, whatever. But then I was like, you should probably go looking for her. <laughs> I know. She never responded to any of our happy birthday texts. Did not one. I had turned it off and I didn't Hello, realize it meant I that I wouldn't receive. Hello, I know. <laughs> I didn't realize it meant I wouldn't receive any texts from anybody else. I don't know anyone. (laughs) Speaking of difficult things, uh, what are some hard things that we've had to learn from being friends with each other? Or what are some cool things that God has shown us through being friends with each other that maybe came through kind of difficult and then we're like, oh, that's why. And that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's what you meant by that. Now we know what you mean by that. People are different. Yeah, people That's a huge are, one. People are different. People are different. Just because we're like-minded friends, we have the same weird sense of humor, we like all the same kind of stuff, we have different interests in a lot of things, very different interests, Yes, I think, in a ton of different things. And then we literally all process life differently. Mm-hmm. And that we didn't know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. until multiple years into our friendship. We were in our early 20s, and yeah, we're like, of course you think exactly like me. No, you don't. Like, no, no don't. these other people, these other individuals in this friendship with me think differently, process things differently, communicate differently, yeah. interpret things differently. Uh, Have sleep differently. Different sleeping patterns. Different <laughs> sleeping patterns. Different jobs. So we different, all different job sleeping ministries. patterns. Ministries. Why didn't we get it? Why, we're we're, we're kind of real dumb. I don't know. After the fact, like after I moved away and the Lord was really working on me and stuff. And when I was like, oh yeah, this makes so much sense now. They don't hate me. They don't hate me when I do this thing. Or do all thing. my friends hate me or do I just need to go to sleep? <laughs> I just need to go to sleep. Let's play a game. Let's figure this out. When the three of us lived together, Faith and Krista and I, I literally had to talk myself down sometimes of being like, Krista hates me. Because Krista processed stuff. Like if she had like a hard day, she would like go to Target or to the mall just by herself. And like go shopping for a couple hours, like window shopping and like look at stuff. It's literally how she processes things. Why didn't you have me? And in my brain, like I had to like talk myself down. I'm like, she doesn't hate you. You're not a terrible friend. She doesn't need you right now. Like she needs time. And I like, you know, and I, you know, I learned things about myself of like, I am a very needy friend. I didn't know that. I thought that I was a strong, independent woman. And like, I had no idea, but I legitimately had to like talk myself through Krista's process. And I'm just like, why? Because people are different. I look hecka sketchy being <laughs> completely by myself. They're like, is this person going to do something like dangerous? I'm like the weird one in the corner of a theater like, because I have to. <laughs> With my hood on. <laughs> if you see something, say something. I'm that person. I saw this lady. She's, there's a lady in the corner of to, the theater. She's about to do something. She has a dark hood on <laughs> and like four buckets of popcorn. She's alone. No one's with she's her. She's alone. I think she has a friend who wanted to come and she didn't invite her. <laughs> 
I bet her name is Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> When you're, especially like when you're still single, like this is the safest, best time to learn how to be with a person because when the Lord brings you across that threshold and you marry someone, it's the same process. It's the same learning process of like, this is how they process. This is how they communicate. This is how they anger. This is how they celebrate whatever it may be. You know, and then you start realizing, like, like this this is supposed to be, you know, this needs to be embedded in how we interact with each other. And, and then before you know it, you're kind of, you're growing within your relationship. And I think that also really cultivates long-lasting relationships. Because if you bail the moment that stuff happens... That's it. You're out. Yeah, she <laughs> you didn't don't want to hang out with me when she was sad. So clearly, we're not even. Friends. So we're done. You know, peace out <laughs> and later. She over. It cultivates perseverance within relationships. Yeah. Like, like we said earlier, life is really messy, and I feel that like the older that you get, and as you start adding layers of life, like a spouse or children or a career or whatever, it gets messier. Yeah. And so when you get to practice things like this, where you get to like process that, do a self reflection, to not be afraid of those bits and pieces, you do start cultivating and training yourself to long, long-term long growth with people around you mm-hmm. at, all, at all times, you know? Like, don't bail. Like, don't yeah. quit on those things. And, yeah. like, the four of us have had gone through some, some things together, and there were points where it was easy to be like, you know what, I'm out. I don't really want to be a part of this anymore, or whatever. The fact that we got to press into it, we actually came out learning so much more not only about ourselves, but the people that we're in the relationship with. And then at the end of the day, we train, we start growing characters of learning how to be with other people. Mm-hmm. So there's such necessary things, I yeah. think, for for building friendship, for building community. You know, we can't be afraid of that. Right. We have to kind of be okay to press into it sometimes. And then, and then even bring up confession, you know, to be able to confess to one another, like, hey, this was weird, or this sucked for me, what happened, you know, or yeah. whatever it may be, and, and then to be able to then, to, to be able to then practice and extend grace to one another in times like that. I think now, I think we all very, are very well, like, we just know how each other functions and well, how we think. We've and, matured as adults. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like, oh, we become, we've become grown-ups. <laughs> we've become grown-ups. We've made it bit, to the grown-up status. A little bit more. Leveled yeah. Up, we've leveled up. Yeah, know. I think you brought up that idea of like so often like people bail when, when a friendship gets a little bit difficult. And mm. it's like, because we do that in like all kinds of relationships in life. But especially in this current like cancel culture and like toxic friends get rid of anybody toxic in your relationships or in your life and it's like yeah sure get rid of somebody who literally makes you want to jump off a bridge but also there are people in your life who yeah you're going to go through hard things and you're going to have difficulties and we haven't had like I don't think as a whole or even individually because we do we have separate friendships with each other and then a friendships as a group. But I think that in general, we don't, we haven't had like major fights. Mm. Like we've had times where things got difficult, yeah. but there hasn't been ever this is like, ah, you're the worst friend ever or whatever. Like, mm. you know, we haven't, we don't really fight. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine a fight like that between the four of us? I was just thinking, like, it, oh, it that could be, be fun. It could be kind of fun. It <laughs> we would should be stage one. Chaos. And I feel like it would just devolve into sharing movie quotes, like screaming angry movie quotes at each other. Was bad. (laughs) What you said 
was, was hurtful to me. Worst. <laughs> but I think that like that's something that I think the main thing that we ever had difficulty with that we I think have really overcome has been like this is how we process. Mm. Or this person is in the middle of literally process literally processing through something and I don't understand why they're being the way that they are or why I'm being the way that I am. And I think part of that too is that because we were in ministry together, we literally went through some of the worst times of our lives at together. the same time together. Like, together. And it's yeah. like, how do all four of us process the same, you know, difficult or traumatic or frustrating or saddening experiences? Mm-hmm. And I think we were all facing some of those collectively. It's like, okay, wait, how am I there for you, but also dealing with my own issues? And how yeah. are you there for me, but also dealing with your stuff? And how do we bear with each other when I can't even lift my own arms? You know, and so I think that's definitely a time that it's like, yeah, we would just like all, we just like put up an elaborate system of rigs and pulleys and just try to like make it through. In the moment, like, and at the time, like there was, you know, adjusting and difficulties and confrontation and stuff like that, but we never bailed. No. You know, we never just like jumped ship from the from our friendships. Even though, like, yeah, at times where where you're tempted of like this is hard, mm-hmm. but that idea of like cancel culture, that idea yeah. of like this is a toxic relationship. It's like no, so fewer relationships of your life are actually toxic right. than what you think they are. It's just that you're unwilling to put in the work, and I think that's something we have. Knowing, knowing the good from the bad, the Lord's going to give you that um, the knowledge to know. Yeah. When you need to walk away and when it's time to stay and dig in. Yeah, exactly. And I think that because we had so much investment ahead of time, it's like, don't throw this away. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we yeah. don't want to waste this time. It's like, we are, we have solid friendships, each of us. Yeah. Each of us have gone through some difficult <coughs> seasons together, but usually it's kind of, it's totally the Lord that we would go through these seasons, these seasons, like dark seasons of the soul in different times yeah. <laughs> Where, so that we weren't all hitting it all at the same time. Like something that you guys, I remember saying when I was going through a really difficult breakup that and like, I'm, I can't pray faith out of the fire there because she has to go yeah. through that, yeah. you know, and having friends doesn't mean they um, make you feel happy when you don't feel happy. Like, yeah, it's sometimes we make it, make it a little, you know, we process things through humor, but we also fully allow each other to go through whatever dark season we have to go through together. We don't try to rescue each other from a trial that we actually have to yeah. pass through or a fire that we that could refine us. We understand that we each have a relationship with the Lord. There are some things that are necessary for our sanctification. Yeah. And I don't want to step in front in between this other this person and the Lord as they pass through this trial. So what would you guys say to someone who is actively looking for community and solid friendships? It takes time. I think that's one of the biggest ones is it takes legit, like real time to properly cultivate friendship. You can make all kinds of friends super quick and you can be great with people and stuff, but when it comes to legitimately building lasting Friendships built on trust and mutual respect and a mutual faith. That's a big one. Find people, you know, if you're a believer, you know, find believers. Because I have I have friends who I love dearly that are not that are not Christians and it is different. The depth is just isn't the same. All in all, it takes time. So don't don't give up on those things and don't, you know, or those people, you know, when they don't immediately meet all of your needs. 
be willing to, you know, be friends with people or hang out with people that are not the same as you. Choose your friends. You know, like, I know when I was younger, especially being lonely or the feeling of loneliness, it just, it, it really makes you throw a really wide net. But now that I'm older and I have obviously like an inner circle, I don't regret that choice at all. Like I love having a very close group of friends and it might be a really small number, but they're very, very high quality. And I, I know a big thing for me is like life-giving friends yeah. that will cultivate me, whether that be through encouragement, whether that be through exhortation or just, you know, some timely rebuke. I need those people around. Having said that, I understand, too, that when you choose friends, it might take longer than you want. And then we were talking about this earlier, too, or even just just the reality of, like, seasonal friends. Like, I know mm -hmm. there are seasons in my life that had passed, and I had really deep friendships within that, but I know that that was also God's provision for me for that very specific season. I'm still friends with those people, but I'm not as close as, as we were. There might be people in your life now, or was, and it might be a seasonal thing, and that's really okay, you know, um, and vice versa. You might be someone who's pouring into to someone right now, and you are God's provision to them, God's grace to them for this season, and that's also okay, and I think the Lord really works through those things. Like, I... I fully and confidently can say there are seasons in my life that I would have not been able to get through if the Lord hadn't provided me a seasonal friend. Depending, too, just depends on where you're at in your life and what the Lord is trying to do in your life and, um, and those things. Like, the Lord is very, he's really faithful to bring exactly what you need. And that, yeah. that applies to friends as well and people to pour into you and cultivate you as and and again on top of that let people actually shape you in those seasons yeah. and in those times mm -hmm. and I know that you had you have a little bit more on that but like like let let those things happen you know the Lord the Lord does you know like uh iron sharpening iron that's a real thing yeah. within friendships so do kind of goes back to that idea of like cancel culture and toxic friends idea like you so often now we have this resistance to someone calling you out on your on your crap someone saying hey this is this was shady or what are you doing or why are you dating that guy or whatever it may be or why are you making these life choices and we go if you can't support me then we then we're clearly not friends and, and removing that person from your life and like that's not real like a real friend is somebody who's going to say, hey, this seems off for you or this seems like off behavior or this seems like, you know, why are you dating this person who's not a believer or why are you chasing down this career when I know that you said that you were going to wait for this thing or whatever it may be. A true friend is going to be the person who comes back to you and says, wait a second, are you okay? They sharpen you, they rebuke you and they call your attention to things so that you can grow and so that you don't make a mistake or so you don't, you know, do something that you're going to regret. And that is a friend who loves you. That's a friend who's not scared to speak truth into your life and speak scripture into your life. And those are real friends. Those mm -hmm. are the people you're looking for. You're not looking for someone who's going to say yes to whatever it is that you do. And like, whatever it is you want, I support you. It's like, no, I absolutely support you. I love you. 
and I support you as a person and a, a sister or a brother in Christ. But as a sister and a brother in Christ and as a friend, I'm also going to question the things that you do when there's red flags all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> it's red flag. Yeah. Like, that's a thing that, like, as a faithful friend, <laughs> I am going to ask you. I'm going to check the things that you're doing. And if you come back to me with, you know what, like, I really think this is what the Lord's directing me in, or I really want to do this, or whatever it is, if I still disagree, I'll definitely tell you. But that doesn't change the fact that I love you, and that doesn't change the fact that I do support you as a person, that I'm going to be praying for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that jumping the gun of canceling the friendship is something that people do. And I would definitely say, like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Like, be open to people having, like, you've allowed them into your life and you expect that they allow you into theirs Mm -hmm. and you would you would I would hope anyway that you would say something if you saw something going wrong in their life yeah there's so much honesty (coughs) that goes into a true friendship that requires humility and even receiving and maybe they're wrong maybe they're giving you advice and like "Mm, that's not exactly what but hey they care about you even to the point of like maybe they're also learning like how to read you and how to have discernment and stuff as well. So there's grace even for that, even if there's a mistake there. And take that a step further. Don't force friends. <laughs> don't like, you will be my friend. Like, no, that's not, that's also not good. Because I think we idolize other people's friendships. And we talked about this earlier. But, and we're like, oh, this is the kind of person I really want to be friends with. And it comes, it becomes a like you're collecting friends and it, it's yeah. like it's not even a sense of oh this trophy person friends. trophy friends trophy friends trophy friends it's not even um, a sense of like th- this person is someone I'm going to do life with for the rest of my life it ends up being like this person's going to take me to the next level of like stardom or, or <laughs> the next level of like coolness popularity and then you don't actually want to be their friend you want to use this person and then that's you trying to you're holding them hostage to being a friend and it's not okay I guess we then move into what Jesus talked about when it comes to friendships, that deep commitments, friendships, and sacrificial love are very Christian virtues, and Jesus spoke about them so much time and time again. Yeah, he spoke about marriage. Cool. Marriage is awesome. Marriage is a picture. But marriage isn't the goal of life. The reality is, even from when we're really little to when we're really old, friendships are something that are just always going to be there. Because we can get married and marriage is, you know, a time in our life where we enter it at different ages and there's obviously deep friendship happening there with your spouse. But as far as friendships in general, like from when you're in preschool, like you learn how to make a friend and you know, because of similar interests or you both hate the same person. Um, and then you grow up and go older and then you eventually have like John Mulaney things that bring you together. Yes. Um, as, friendship is a constant thing and... Christ-likeness, especially when it comes to doing life with these people, is so necessary. And we shape each other, as we mentioned, iron sharpening iron. But it's also a mark of a believer. If you actually truly care about people and love people, that's how people know that we're God's people, (laughs) that we're Christ's disciples. So simple. And so Jesus spoke a lot about friendships, and that's something I think we need to focus on sometimes even just more than we do with marriage I think we put so much emphasis on marriage that people who are single who feel like they're not called to get married are just like okay that's great but like how does this apply to me and I think we just need to shift our focus more and like how can we build deeply committed friendships to one another and that is a great foundation for a marriage as well but also like is a great foundation for being a person where you can actually 
live in community with people who are like-minded. I like what Brandy said too, that we should be friends with people who have different views and different backgrounds and people who are very different from us because it's so easy to only be friends with the same type of people. To have someone with a challenging worldview even is so important because then also you're being a minister to them and you're witnessing to them and they get to see a Christian be an actual Christian pouring into their life and loving them despite having different worldviews. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a great place to land. Our plane. Yeah. What are you okay. into? Brandles. I am currently into the Dissect podcast, um, which is really exciting for me. <laughs> I love that for you. It's a podcast that, that they go and take um, different rap albums and go oh. track by track into um, what went behind the making of it or how it connects with the rest of the album as a whole dissect mm-hmm. podcast branded by brandy withered um uh the crown <laughs> i recently <laughs> i recently graduated from school and so i now have time to catch up on all of the things <laughs> I'm, I'm moving my imaginary tassel i did not walk in my graduation because i could not be bothered <laughs> but but no, there's I've all these like so TV many. shows and all these things that I have not been able to, like reading a book for pleasure. Like I just started reading, restarted reading Reappearing Church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited for that. I can read a book that's not a textbook. Wow. And I watched The Crown and I am a K-pop fangirl because that's who I am that's as a, a person. Thing. It's a thing. Those are the things. I love that for you. (laughs) Different people. Different people are different. I am a BTS fan girl. It's fine. Maybe that could be the name of this segment. I love that for you. I I love love that that for you. you. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's true. It's like liturgy every time you say what you like. You're like, I love that. And we all say, I love love that for you. you. And with (laughs) your spirit. And also for you. Krista, what are you into Um, right now? I am oddly into my hand vacuum. <laughs> I just got a hand vacuum. Yes. Oh and it's cord- vacuum your hands? <laughs> she doesn't vacuum her hands. She doesn't vacuum her hands. I was say, I don't Be know more how- specific. It's a handheld... It's a handheld... Vacuum. cordless vacuum okay and i'm obsessed the with game it changer. Bec- yes my floor is so clean oh, i love that for you i love that for you i love it and also for me for you it's so bad because now that i own one mm-hmm. i'm looking at the upgrades like mm-hmm. no yes oh the like, attachments well not even that like Just like, like this this vacuum? yes like ah. this vacuum the higher up of this vacuum, the like, next level. like the next iPhone X <laughs> of the hand cordless vacuum. Oh, it's iPhone it's 11. Lit, it's a sickness. It's, it's a thing. A There's no dust in my house. I feel like I need you to have like a utility belt made <laughs> of my cordless so hand. You can have your handheld vacuum just like vacuum. on your utility belt. Just like whip it out it's, and whenever you need. Like, I'm like <laughs> I'm like obsessed with and it. And then right like re harness it back on the utility. Were you bit belt. by a radioactive <laughs> hand vacuum? <laughs> I'm <laughs> I am I am dust's worst enemy. <laughs> yes. Dust beware. Those peppercorns. Dust Those peppercorns beware. quaking in you their kernels. Think, 
You yes. think you can get away. <laughs> yes. But my hand held back, you won't get you. I love that I for love you. that for you. And also, spirit. <laughs> what about you, we're, uh, we're, By the way, we're not trying to be disrespectful of other people's liturgies. Yeah, I'm so sorry. No, it's no, just, no. I'm so sorry, but it's just, it's just, just perfect. It's that we are different people with we different are interests. people who I am different. never going to be a handheld vacuum enthusiast. Similar oh, to how man. Krista is probably not going to be a major K-pop fan. <laughs> and that is okay. Our friendship totally remains right. intact. Wow. Faithy, what are you into right what now? What am I into right now? <laughs> I... I've been so obsessed with New York lately. <laughs> like, I've been having such vivid dreams about being in New York City. And it's like, Lord, what is this? Or is it just me watching so many movies based in New York? <laughs> like, this is happening to me. Um, but yeah, holla back if you want to buy me a play ticket to New York. Because I feel like I've dreamt it and I know the place. <laughs> and my dreams. Um, it may be a little bit like Inception where some parts are like lifted up and like folding in half. But I have a general idea of what the city I looks like. I feel like when you get there, you might be disappointed. Disenchanted. The doesn't fold in on itself oh, like a pop-up bug. I guess not. Maybe not. So but Central Perk isn't a place. Um, Eight minutes wasn't real. You got mail wasn't real. Did they actually? Did somebody actually build that cafe? I feel like they should have. If they didn't, it's opportunity in Burbank. It's on a sound, <laughs> it's on a sound I, stage. I know that. I'm just saying. Oh, like in did, in like, real. Somebody like actually oh, like someone know. should actually just like build that in New York. I know. Copyright. Probably copyrighted. I feel like they can't copyright the words. I I don't. I have ideas, man. Okay. I am not the hands and feet of this operation. Our next episode will be uh, aired in New York. (laughs) New York, actually recorded. I will interestingly be on the topic of copyright laws. (laughs) (laughs) Copyright infringement. We can ride my handheld vacuum there. Yes. (laughs) Fly. It flies as well. Is that like Thor's hammer? (laughs) I'm thinking of like Wonder Woman's invisible plane. Oh, but it's yeah, a tiny yeah. vacuum. I really think it's it's like her holding it like Thor's hammer. Oh yeah, like just like, like, yeah. like Mary like Poppins umbrella, swinging it around. Like that just brings me to hocus pocus. Hocus pocus. <laughs> like, as all things do, uh, like yes. me to the window. I'd like to say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, cruel world. Oh god, we have, we have to stop this. We do need to stop this. Well, this has been great. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Whitney and Brandy. Yeah. For being great guests, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's the first of many. That's we okay. talk a lot. We talk a whole lot. Usually, it's more chaotic than this. We tried to set some ground rules. Yes, right. But rules are meant to be broken. <laughs> Anyways, so that's our. This is our talk. Oh, we didn't tell. We didn't say to Faith. I love that for you. I love that that for you. And also for For you. you. (laughs) I hate us. Why are we like this? I don't know. We need New York. New York is intense. New York is intense. Anyways, um, yeah, that's the episode. And I guess we just say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye. We should have worked out a four-part harmony. What were we thinking? Bye. I can't with anything. Bye. 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 Bye.